Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Welcome to Success Hackers. I am your host, Scott Hansen. For those of you who are brand new, welcome to Success Hackers. We are now one of the fastest growing business and entrepreneurial podcasts on iTunes. Success Hackers is all about helping you take your business and life to a whole new level. How do we do that? We do that by getting inside the minds of some of the most talented, incredibly successful entrepreneurs and have them share their success hacks with us. If you've been listening to the show for a while, I say thank you, thank you, thank you. It's because of you, Hacker Nation, and because of you spreading the word. It's because of you downloading and listening over and over and telling your family, telling your friends on social media. It's because of you we are now downloaded in 65 countries and growing. Hacker Nation, have you ever wanted to be maybe more influential? We have an incredible guest with us today. See... One thing I know about leadership and about growing your business is being influential is one of the cornerstones about growing your business and attracting like-minded people, people that are playing at high levels. And I always tell people, when I explain leadership, it's very simple. Leadership equals influence. Well, today, we're going to hear from a woman who has literally wrote the book on mass Influence, and she's going to share with us how to actually become more influential in your business. And think about it like this What about if you were to have some more influential people doing business with you? Pretty cool, right? Well, today our featured guest is Miss Teresa de Grabois. Teresa, are you ready to rock? I am. Let's go. Teresa is an international speaker, trainer, and best selling author. Her recently released book, Mass Influence hit number one international bestseller status in North America and Europe on the same day that it was launched. She has been featured on television, radio, and print media across the globe, including CBC, Global, CTV, and City TV. As the founder and chair of the Evolutionary Business Council, Teresa leads an international invitation-only council of speakers and influencers who are focused on teaching principles of success. She teaches you how to build relationships with and gain endorsements from influential people and even become influential yourself. Teresa, welcome to Success Hackers. It is so great to have you on the show. It's great to be here, Scott. Thank you. Absolutely. Teresa, I gave Hacker Nation just a little description of who you are, but would love for you to share more about you and your business. Oh, I'd love to. You, you know, um, a lot of people kind of grow up knowing what they want to do. I had to have kind of somebody slap me in the face, <laughs> whack me over the head a few times. You know, you know how they say fish don't know what water is because they're swimming in it all all the time. A lot of us don't know what we're really good at until we have colleagues start to do interventions on us. 
And I was a lot like that, you know. I floundered around for a few years in business, and then it was probably about um, ten years ago that um, you know I had colleagues starting to come at me saying, "Don't you see? And don't you get what you're good at?" Because um, I'd actually at that time I'd started a charity, and I was running writing children's books to raise money for the charity. I quickly put all three of my kids' books on the bestseller lists. Mm. And uh, the interesting thing about that was, you know, I quickly learned, A, I didn't really like being a children's author, <laughs> and B, you know, I had people coming at me in droves going, three bestsellers in eight months, how the heck did you do that? And I was ending up coaching all these people on the principles of influence and how do you create word-of-mouth epidemics around what you do? And uh, it was actually a group of friends that sat me down one day and said, honey, <laughs> you're teaching everybody how to create wildfire and you talk about wildfire all the time. Maybe you better rebrand your business. <laughs> so I changed the name of my business overnight and I've never looked back. I can't wait to get into more of your story and really how our Hacker Nation can take what you share with them and really become more influential in their business. But I love it. I mean, it was sort of a wake-up call. And I always tell people on the show, Teresa, that you know we talk a lot about finding your passion and your purpose, and we'll get into that here in a second. But you mentioned that you were floundering for a little while and trying to figure out sort of your path. You didn't really realize you were doing it. You were just kind of in your moment and doing your thing. And other people had to sort of tap you on the shoulder to say, this is maybe what you should be doing and getting paid for it. How did you find out from all the things that you went through and the tribulations, how did you find out that this was your passion? You know, I think when you find it, you just know, because all of a sudden your life lights on fire. And it's interesting because I really got serious about wanting to find my passion probably about 15, 16 years ago. You know, I had a what I would affectionately now call my really bad year. You know, in, in the first six months of that year, my father had passed away, my business had failed, uh, my health was in a serious tailspin, and my marriage had ended. Mm. And the interesting thing about going through a year like that is it's a serious slap-in-the-face wake-up call. I really started making a commitment to myself that I didn't want to live like that anymore. And so I just started renovating everything in my life. You know, I started getting more serious about my health. I started doing every self-help course known to man. And during that time, um, a friend of mine introduced me to the passion test, Janet Atwood's passion test. And I didn't know what else to do, so I start, I became a passion test facilitator and started uh, facilitating the passion test. Well, the cool thing about that is the more you facilitate other people finding their passion, the closer you get to your own. Right. And that's where I started by leaning in. I started to get clearer and clearer all the time on what I was good at and what I really wanted to do. Someone might be listening saying, oh, my God, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even believe she's talking about this. She, she is literally talking to me. If someone's going through that right now, and by the way, as an aside, I have gone through, I've had that year you're talking about, maybe not quite as intense, but I went through my panic attacks and anxiety attacks, and it took me years when I was in corporate America to find my passion, and I always knew that there was this, I call it the hole in my soul, where I was... I knew I was meant to do something different. I just didn't know how. I didn't know how to get on this specific path. I did all the career counselings. I read the books and all the things you mentioned. So I can absolutely relate to what you've been through. But again, Teresa, if someone's listening saying, that's me, that's me, that's me, what's maybe one 
takeaway that you can share with that person who is trying to find their passion? Uh, I would just say lean in. You know, there's a lot of people um, in the transformational world talking about this right now. But lean toward what you think your dreams might be. You know, and this is something you'll see in influential people. I talk about this in mass influence that one of the key habits of highly influential people is that they tend to live their passion because passion is really authentic, right? Like your dreams are probably scarier to you than they are to anyone else on the planet because mm. they're your dreams, right? right? Right. And yet you're the person who's best hardwired to go live your dreams because there will be no one else on this planet who will be more passionate and stoked up about doing them. If you start to find those things that really interest you, that really light you up, even if you just create 20 more minutes in your day where you go be that thing, you know, like let's say maybe your passion is to write a book or to learn a new career or a new skill, dedicate 20 minutes every day and be that. And what you'll find is more and more time is going to start opening up in your day as you start to get greater clarity as you do it more. And, you know, the more you lean forward, the better the view gets. So just start stepping in. It all happens in small incremental steps. Wow. <laughs> Hacker Nation, right off the bat, Teresa shares a massive golden nugget. 15, 20 minutes a day, lean in. You might be in a career and a job that you might not like. Maybe even a business that's not really calling to you. You know that you have some sort of passion that's over there, but you don't know how to build that bridge on maybe how to do that full time. I love the advice, which is simply this. We all have 15, 20 minutes a day. Spend 20 minutes and be that person. Be that writer, be that coach, be that speaker, be that mommy blogger, be that whatever it is that's calling to you. And I love how you put it, which was, then you will start to find more time in the day as that passion opens up. Yeah, and you know, sometimes as you lean in, you find ways to start making money at what you love. And, you know, if you want to start a business in something, like, you don't do it cold turkey, Create six hours in your week where you start setting up that business and you'll find that as it gets traction under it, maybe you can start to go part time in your other business or your other job or, um, you know, ease up on the other work you do. And so it's as one expands, the other contracts. Teresa, we love moments or specific events here on Success Hackers. You talk a lot about mastering influence and being seen as an authority figure in your marketplace. Do you remember the time when you found your niche and absolutely knew that you can make this a business, not only a passion, but most importantly, make it a viable business? Do you remember that moment? Yeah, I do. Actually, it was a very cool moment because you know, I'm sitting ha having coffee with one of my best friends, Shonda Perrin. She's actually a professional speaker as well, really well known in the, um, you know, she does Project Forgive. And she uh, she's sitting having tea with me and I'm venting about how much time I have to spend, you know, coaching people for free and all this stuff and how I'm really not liking the other stuff I'm doing. And she just starts laughing because she says, can you listen to yourself? Because one of the things you teach is to, you know, open up a place in your life for the things you really love. And you're complaining that you're getting more of what you love. You're just not charging for it. <laughs> and she says, honey, if the universe is sending you a flood of something you love, don't you think you should pay attention? <laughs> and, it, and it was one of those huge light bulb moments 
What a great moment. You know, and I, you know, it's, it's interesting because we get the opportunity to talk to a lot of successful entrepreneurs on the show. And it's amazing when a lot of times that light bulb moment or that aha moment is something as you're going along and someone points it out to you or you're doing something for free and then someone sort of turns your chin and head and says, my God, woman, my God, man, you should be charging for this because there's a lot of people out there that need your gift. And we get that all the time. And, you know, Hacker Nation, it's such a great story that she just shared with us. But really underneath all of that is is the underlying pinning message, which is if you have that desire, that passion, and it keeps gnawing at you, it keeps sort of you know, nudging you, there is something to be said. And I always say this, Teresa, God, Buddha, whoever you believe in, the universe, whoever, they're not going to come down with a big neon sign saying, you should be doing this. Here is your path. Here is your path. You're going to find out what that really is when you keep getting that feeling in your belly to say, maybe you should take a look over there. You're going to keep getting that that urge, that itch inside of you. And it's up to you. It's up to us to take that step. I think a big problem a lot of people have, especially when it talks it comes to living your dreams and becoming influential around your dreams, is that human beings are hardwired to have a lot of inner conversation, a lot of self-limiting beliefs, mind viruses that stop us from living our dreams and following our passions. And at the end of the day, that is really the thing that causes you to have a lot of difficulty following your dreams. I believe that high performers and successful individuals look at failure differently than most people. They they really use it as fuel to their success fire. I'm sure that you've had your failures, you know, in your successes and all of that, but at the end of the day, I really want you to focus and go back to that moment in your career. That one time where you were like, "Man, I don't know if I can do this." I don't know if I can continue. There's too many roadblocks in my way. But take us back to that that moment where maybe it was kind of gut-wrenching, but you used it as your fuel to your success fire. You know, I think the biggest moment for me happened even before what I was talking about earlier, where, you know, it was actually right in the middle of my really bad year that I was talking about earlier. And, you know, I remember a day where I was actually sitting in the bathroom of my post-marriage breakup condo, you know, and it's probably midnight. And I'm surrounded by tools because I've always been a renovator and this bathroom is going to be my latest project, you know. And there's literally tears streaming down my face because the only thought in my mind is that it's me that needs renovating. Mm. You know, I'm looking back over the course of the last 25 years of my life and I can't honestly point and look to a time where I was really stoked up, joyful, in sustained happiness in my life. You know, I might have had lots of fleeting moments of happiness. But it was such a critical moment because it was the moment that I promised myself that I was going to be my next project. You know, and it was the biggest transition of my entire life because it was the moment that I realized if I really wanted to live a joyful, happy life, that I had to be committed to continually working on myself Hmm. because for me to actually be successful and be of service to other people, then I got to be the biggest project in my life. I'd love to take you down that 
that rabbit hole one step further. Someone out there is listening saying, again, this is where I'm at right now. They're wanting to know this. You could have went right and you could have went back to maybe your old life and continued to say, woe is me. And I had a lot of stuff that just happened to me over the, ne- over the last 12 months, which a lot of stuff did happen to you. You could have went right and we wouldn't even be on this podcast. But you obviously used that somehow, some way. You came out of that. You rose up and you went left. Is there maybe a tape, a person, a seminar, anything all the above? If they're in what you were doing before in your shoes right now, that they can do that too as well. Yeah, well, I would say all of the above, truthfully. I started reading books. Um, the first one I read was Steve Hobbs' Your Great and Wonderful Life. It's mm. an awesome book because it really <laughs> talks about who do you really want to be in the world, you know? And But the other thing I did was I made a commitment that I was going to spend a certain amount of time working on myself. So, you know, I actually started spending about a weekend a month going and doing different workshops. You know, I, I did some uh, mediation training. I uh, did some work with Janet Atwood. I did a Jack Canfield workshop. I started doing a little bit of landmark education. I did a Jennifer Huff workshop. So, you know, it'd be hard to say there was any one path I followed, but what I was really realizing was there's a lot of good information out there on how to be successful in life, and you almost need to take success like it's a university degree. Mm -hmm. There's not just a single course that you can take and you're done. There's not a single book that you would read and you would finish. There's a whole mosaic of breakthroughs that you need to have in your life and it's almost like peeling an onion you know you'll you'll tackle one issue and really get powerful in that area and then there's another one there waiting for you to look at right so you have to just keep working at it really that was the biggest decision that I made was the decision that I would keep working at it because the reality is if you're not growing you're dying Mm, and so that. when you make the commitment to keep growing for the rest of your life, you will not grow old the same way a lot of people do. Great piece of advice, Teresa. I want to shift gears here for a second. Our listener, as you know, Teresa, from listening to the show, is really always looking at 10x their thinking and their business. You talk a lot about the importance of third-party credibility to help build a brand and the importance of being influential. What's maybe one or two success hacks or strategies that you can leave right here with Hacker Nation to help them gain more influence or become more credible in their business? Well, let me give you the biggest one right here because one of the key principles you need to understand about influence is that you can't make yourself famous. You can't make yourself influential. You can only give influence to other people and they can give it back to you. So another way of saying that is if you watch what highly influential people do is they build relationship with other influential people and they do it by giving each other influence. Now that, that sounds a little 50,000 foot view. Like, so let me give you some like real life examples, right? Influential people tend to help each other a lot and they do it by endorsing and recommending and shining a light on each other's work. Right. And this is a lot, lot like, it's like riding a bike. When you get it, it's so intuitive that you'll just start naturally doing it. Right. And I, I just want to speak to the naysayers for a minute. Cause when I teach this live, I always get people going, Oh my God, I have so much on my plate. I can't take one more thing on. And to you guys, I know who you are because I've, I've spoken to you at live events. Um, all I would say to you is breathing takes 24 hours out of your day. And influence is just like that. 
when you get it, it's so natural and so intuitive, you won't ever believe that you ever thought it was something that was hard or that you had to learn. It's just that you've learned a certain way of being, you've learned a certain skill set and First of all, you learned half of it in the playground and the other half you learned when you first started networking in business that doesn't necessarily serve you in becoming influential. You know, you only have to phone up the CEO of a Fortune 500 company and offer to buy him coffee and you'll see that the rules of etiquette apply differently to influential people. Mm-hmm. So you've got to just rewire the way you think about influence and you will start to grow your influence massively. So here's your first success hack. I would, and this is a big one, take the 30-day influence challenge. For the next 30 days, give other people influence 30 times. So, you know, endorse them on LinkedIn, offer to put them on your blog or your podcast or write about them in your newsletter or shout them out on your Facebook page. Like this is the biggest paradigm shift. Your social media is not to sell you. Your social media is like the apple pie you take the new neighbor when you want to meet the neighbor. Mm. Right. It's the gift of influence that you can give to other people. So for the next 30 days, give out influence 30 times and watch what happens to your influence. In fact, we have this as an online recorded program that we gift out if you want with my book. Um, if any, if any of your listeners want a free copy of this, they can go to massinfluencethebook.com. Um, you can get a supported program to do this there, and we're giving the uh, digital version of my book away for free. So that's a complimentary program you're welcome to partake in. Massinfluencethebook.com. That is amazing advice. And I love how you put that because, you know, when you think of influence, you think, me, 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 me. How do I become more influential? How do I become a better leader that people are going to follow and all those things. Number one, yes, you always have to work on yourself. Teresa mentioned that earlier. What got her to where she's at today, she continues and continues and continues to listen to, read people that are influential around leadership, around entrepreneurship, etc. She's always sharpening her axe, first and foremost. Secondly, what she said was, give influence back to other people. Promote them up. At the end of the, the podcast, Teresa will tell you how you can actually follow her on LinkedIn or on Twitter or whatever. And you know what? Mention, you mentioned that you heard Teresa on Success Hackers and, you know, tag her and she'll tag you back and you guys will, that kind of stuff is what you're talking about. Correct, Teresa? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Teresa, we are now going to enter the randomness round. But before we do, let's take a quick moment and hear from our sponsor. One of the most evident components of successful people is they have a system of daily inspiration. This is why we at Success Hackers have partnered with our friends at InspireDing.com, where every day an inspirational text message comes straight to your phone. Look, we know that negativity comes to you free and unsolicited. Don't you think that it's time to invest in some daily inspiration? We've made this so simple for you to get your daily inspirational text. All you have to do is text the word Hansen. That's my last name, H-A-N-S-E-N, to 96000. That's Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N, to 96000 on your smartphone, and you are in. Again, take it out right now. Text Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N, to 96000 and get your daily ding of inspiration. I've personally used this, and let me tell you, it is so simple. Every day, I get a daily inspirational text that sets the tone for the rest of the day. 
we know here at Success Hackers that a ding a day inspires the negativity away. Okay, Teresa, we are now going to enter the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on our version of the hot seat. Whatever is the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So, Teresa, are you ready for the randomness round? I am ready for the randomness round. Best advice you've ever received? You know, I think it would be to go live my dream. Because, you know, the one thing I really believe is that living the life of your dreams does take action. Otherwise, you're just dreaming. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? I walk out and I weed my garden. <laughs> I, uh, I often do business phone calls in the yard, in fact. Um, I'm a real nature freak and I love getting out to walk and hike. And uh, I'm actually someone you can drop in the wilderness and I can survive quite nicely. So. <laughs> <laughs> you now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing about business and life, Give your 25-year-old self. I would tell my 25-year-old self to get out of the corporate rat race sooner and that all that money you're making just ain't worth it if you're not loving what you're doing. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? I would have to say it's uh, my tenacity. You know, I'm particularly good at failing fast. (laughs) Mm. I fail frequently, but I pick myself up rapidly and keep moving forward. And I think that's one of the key factors in highly successful people. It's not that they don't fail. It's that they get past their failures quickly. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? Oh, I make a mean pumpkin pie. Last question of the randomness round, Teresa. When your life is near the end, what do you want your legacy to be? You know, I think my legacy will always remain the creation of the Evolutionary Business Council. It's a global community of, you know, emerging thought leaders from all over the world that are really dedicated to helping each other spread the word about success principles. And uh, it's taken on a life of its own, actually. It's a pretty cool community. And I think that'll be the biggest legacy that I ever leave from my life. Teresa, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. (laughs) This has been incredible. Thank you so much, Teresa, for your time and also sharing these incredible success strategies with Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business? Well, let me just send you back to uh, massinfluencethebook.com. You can pick up a uh, free digital copy of my book there. or If you want to buy a hard copy, it'll send you to the correct sites uh, on Amazon, etc. for that. You can also do the 30-Day Influence Challenge there. So that's a great place to start. And I'd also invite anyone to connect with me on LinkedIn if uh, you'd like. I always like to uh, see people on Facebook or LinkedIn. Perfect. And Hacker Nation, we will have all of these in the show notes. And obviously, we'll have Teresa's name. You can connect with her on LinkedIn. And again, like Teresa said earlier, start um Start not only promoting her, but also talking maybe about her, maybe spend a few minutes really analyzing what she's done as a background. Maybe, like she mentioned, write a blog about her or you know anybody else that you find influential. And the old saying is givers gain. And I love how Teresa put that earlier. So go out and really take her advice on becoming more influential because I know in my own business it couldn't be 
um, so apropos and so point on to what she's talking about. The more you give, the more you're going to gain. And the more influential people you hang out with and, and blog about or write about or have on your podcast or whatnot or grab coffee with, your conversation shifts, your mindset shifts, and you start playing bigger and thinking bigger. So, Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Teresa, along with other really cool new resources that we have on the site. Oh, and don't forget, you can take this show, these interviews, anywhere that you are at. You can do that by going to successhackers.net, clicking on the iTunes tab, and then clicking subscribe to the show on the iTunes page. When you're on the iTunes page, we really love our five-star ratings and reviews. And the reason why we ask for that, very simple, it takes less than two minutes. It's because we here at Success Hackers want to continue to empower individuals just like you to play bigger in life and business, to 10x their thinking, and really crush it in life and business. And when we get more ratings and reviews, that means in iTunes, iTunes recognizes us as a show that's on the move, and we want to continue to do that so we can impact millions of people all over the world. If you want to connect with me and the show on Twitter, all you have to do is hit me up at at scotthanson1210. That's at Scott, H-A-N-S-E-N, 1210, at Don't forget, if you want your daily inspirational text messages sent directly to your cell phone, go right now and text the word Hanson, H-A-N-S-E-N, to 96000. This is Scott Hanson saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.